Froilish, Froilish, Froilish. We are finally back. We are actually um, in Los Angeles right now, which is fun. So, you we're know. We're in a hotel room in Hollywood. Basically, we're at the Bachelor Mansion. Almost. Almost. Um, but... We uh, are super excited to record our podcast again, and we are going to start being more regular about it, because we've been a little bit iffy over the first few episodes, because I don't know if you guys have been listening, but we went on a super fun, super long vacation to Disney World recently, and it was amazing. Yeah, so we couldn't really watch Bachelor there. So we couldn't watch The Bachelor, and we couldn't record. Um, and then when we got back from the trip, we had to do all our getting back to work transitional back to life thing. So it's been busy with that. Um, and then tonight we actually went to go see Frozen at the Pantages in Hollywood. Yay, it was super fun. And it was super good. It was super fun. But now we're in our hotel room and we're like, well, we better record. (laughs) And I'm going to try to stay awake as best I can. It's, for reference, it's 10.30 p.m. So it's not that late. Yeah. Try to stay awake as best I can. And it might be a short episode. But (laughs) we are the Rosettes, and we are the only mother daughter bachelor podcast. That we know of. And we're super excited to dive right in, and I think we're going to try to recap two episodes in one right now. Yeah, we'll do episode two and episode, but episode two will do really fast. Yeah. Because we skipped that week. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm Ariel, I'm the daughter. I'm Marsha, I'm the mom. And we're each other's daughter and mom. Confidence. Confidence. <laughs> um, and we're cuddling in a bed together right now, and I'm wearing my dachshund pajama pumps. And I'm wearing just an ugly assortment of pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> <Comfy>. <laughs> so, uh, I guess we should dive right into episode Two. Episode two, yeah. Let's, we'll just be really fast. It started with a continuation of Champagne Gate, where Kelsey. And no, Champagne Gate didn't. That episode two is when Champagne Gate happened. Oh, okay. Oh, we didn't even go. Oh, episode three. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gosh. Yeah. I don't even remember. A lot of stuff happened in episode three. Um, there was a group date. Yeah. Champagne Gate was his big thing, but there was a group date where they um, were going to get together to do like a performance thing, and they had like share a, oh share a thing about their sex life. Oh, it was the Hannah B date. Yeah, Hannah B yeah. planned a date, and then she realized she done messed up. Yeah. By sending Peter home, and she's all regretting it, and they're all over each other. And, and they're freshly making out. Yeah, and... But they're not quite. And they're all over each other, and you can tell that they're still super into each other. And, and then Peter goes, I'm sorry, I can't do this. Like, I have to go. Well, he... A couple of the important things that were said was, you know, he, Peter asked Hannah B. if... You know, she has no regrets, and she says, yes, I think about it all the time. You know, why? I thought she was saying home or not. Yeah, and, and she's, like, super exasperated yeah. about it, too, and he asks. She's like, duh, pick the stupid one, of course I regret it. And then 
one of his big lines is also, you know, I never didn't pick you when you were dead. Mm-hmm. Basically, I was always on your side and with you, and you didn't pick me, basically. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that happened. And then they canceled that date. Uh, Peter canceled that date because he felt kind of morose and sad about his little interaction with Hannah B. Mm-hmm. But they, so they didn't do their performances, but they still had the evening date. Right? Yes. And they all hung out, and they were all super mad about the Hannah thing. Um, yeah. And who got the group date, Rose? Oh. Um, well, so Natasha was really in Peter's face about Hannah's cancer. She knows that. Yeah. Um, who did get the group date, Rose? I think it was Sydney. Sydney. Yeah, I think it was Sydney. Who I don't like. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, we're still sick. Last episode, we were sick, and we're still a little bit sick. Yeah. But um, then it was um, one uh, on Matt. Vic- no, Victor- Victoria. P. Victoria P's one on one date was then. Um, or is that this most no, recent? That's this it's all a blur, honestly. Yeah. There must have been a one on one date that episode. Uh, no, I don't though. think that. I, um, it was Madison, and her one on one date was the first episode, I think. Oh, oh, you're yeah. right. Then they had a rose ceremony midway through the episode. Yeah, which I see. And during the cocktail party, um, what's her face? The, the one that kind Hannah of... Hannah Ann. No, not Hannah Victoria Ann. Victoria S. Victoria Kelsey. Kelsey. Kelsey's like, oh my god, I brought Peter a bottle of champagne all the way from Des Moines. <laughs> and you're like, What? <laughs> And she's like, it's going to be a super meaningful, vulnerable moment for us because we're going to pop the champagne. And it's going to be really special. I was going to do it. Yeah. She's like, I was going to do it night one. But then I was like, you know what? I'll save it for a better day. It's so special. Because it's just, it's just so special. It's from the boy. Hmm. (laughs) And um, And while, basically, while she's telling this to the other girls, you can hear a champagne pop in the distance, and Kelsey gives this incredible head swivel. She's like, what was that? It was very, very <laughs> And people were like, oh, it could have been anything, but it did sound like a champagne yeah. pop. She goes out. Yeah. Hannah Ann Hannah popped the champagne um, for, for Peter. Peter. And they were getting into it and super cozy, and Kelsey basically came and attacked Hannah Ann. Yeah. Well, it's just that she didn't do it on purpose. And I believe and that she, she didn't know that that was... I believe that, too. But Kelsey was having none of that. Kelsey was like, I you think, know what you did. I think that was all producer you manipulated. You know what you did. Ah! <laughs> it was all She's ridiculous. like, that was from Des Moines. <laughs> and Hannah, Hannah was like, I didn't know. I'm sorry. I was just told that there was a bottle of champagne around here that I could give to Peter. And then they found out that there is another bottle somewhere else. So it was clearly just a producer giving very lax directions, You're hoping she'd mess up. That week? Are we up to the rose ceremony yet? Uh, basically, yeah. Yeah, so Courtney got sent home, Lauren got sent home, and somebody else. Lauren was so pretty. That was such a bummer. Oh, yeah. Hopefully she'll be in paradise yet. She, was, she had the coolest outfits. I wish we could have seen more of oh, her outfits. Oh, and Peyton. I think Peyton was the other one. I didn't even know Peyton was a name that was on the show. Yeah, that's a pretty name, right? Uh, yeah, for sure. 
Yeah. Anyways. Lauren and Courtney, uh, Lauren especially, I kind of miss, and Courtney I sort of growing on, but Peyton I didn't really make a big impression. She seemed nice, though. I mean, it's too early for any of them to really make an impression, except for, like, on a shallow level, like, um, what's-her-face, Lauren Anna was super Anna. pretty. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, so now Kelsey and Hannah Ann are just butting heads this whole time about this champagne thing. And the next date, that's the Revolve date on the second episode, right? They all go to Revolve. Yes. To model. Yes. And That's correct. All the girls have varying um, success at the modeling. They all do pretty good. Um, Victoria S. the whole time is like, oh, I can't. Oh, all these other girls are so pretty. I'm so shy. I can't do this. Oh. I'm going home. But then she gets on the runway and she struts like she's been strutting her whole life. Yeah, and she's got, for her evening wear, she's got a little, a really nice looking little coat, sort of raincoat on, and underneath she's got this ridiculous lingerie, and she beckons to Peter and they make out on the stage, and it's like, please don't tell me you're shy. Please, just be, uh, <laughs> I just want to smack, yeah. pound her on her little head. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't if I had the chance, by the way, even though I don't like her. <laughs> but and then it comes down to Hannah Ann and, and Victoria. Victoria on this date. Uh-huh. And, um, and they have to Janice, model the same dress. Janice Dickinson is the kind of main judge. Who? Janice Dickinson. So she's... She's the first supermodel. Oh. That they... And one of the original Queer Eye guys and the um, head honcho at Revolve are all the judges, and they decide that Hannah oh. Ann is the winner. I didn't know one of the guys was the uh, one of the OG Queer Eye guys. Yeah, yeah, he was the best one. I yeah. remember I've seen a couple episodes of the OG Queer Eye, but um, I just like the new one so much, and That's I was good. I I must have been like four when the OG. If you guys don't watch Queer Eye, you definitely should because it is great reality television. It's not, it's it's genuinely good TV, unlike The Bachelor, which is just. It's meant meant to spread good feelings and peace and love. Yeah. Um, It's really nice. So, where did we leave off? Um, But Hannah Ann ends up winning. The Revolve date, yeah. So. Janice Dickerson basically declares Hannah Ann the winner. Of course, Victoria F. She gets she gets basically buried in bags and bags and bags of Revolve clothes. Oh yeah, but it's like okay, bags the entire Revolve closet. I'm like, so is there a size limit that you have to be to be on the show, or or did they just pick Hannah because she was the size of all? Forty well, bags she, of she dominates the runway for sure. She's no, she's no shrinking violet. So mm-hmm. she won for a reason. I'd rather her win than Victoria F. But yeah, me too. But Peter feels for Victoria F. because she really came out of her comfort zone. Yeah, right. And, and she um, ends up getting the group date rose. Yeah, the group date rose, and oh, that's just no. I mean, if I dare, totally, you know, who's walking? 
<laughs> Tricky. And then what else? Uh, it's been a couple weeks since we saw this episode. Yeah, and then the Champagne Gate, and then this most recent episode, didn't it start with the end of Champagne Gate? Oh, the pool party. Like, they were at a pool party. Yes. And there was Champagne Gate. Oh, I have my actual notes for next note for this um, show. Oh, no, the pool party wasn't the beginning of the episode. Okay. It was um, just them hanging out. So episode three starts more or less with Victoria P. and Peter going on a one-on-one date. Um, before she leaves the house, Lexi tells Victoria P. you're going to have the best date ever, which made me sort of like Vic- Lexi a lot. That was really sweet. Lexi seems nice, yeah. So they climb into a pickup truck, and I'm thinking, Peter, where is your sweet ride? Why are you driving this pickup truck? And as soon as I saw the pickup truck and the fact that he was wearing plaid, I was like, Mom, they're going square dancing. Which was pretty close. They went line dancing. <laughs> a square and a line are different things, but... It's the same basic it's moves. It's the same idea. Four yes, lines. same sentiment, for Mom, sure. Mom? Yes. Four lines make a square. That's right, right. Line dancing is just... Square dancing smushed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But um, the apparently um, the bachelor producers put in a certain amount of red state dates to keep um, red states engaged in the show. Even so, even though Peter lives in Westlake Village, they somehow they talked him into going to a line dancing. Saloon. Yeah. Yeah, and he um But even before they go to the saloon They go to boot barn. They go to boot barn and they (laughs) buy boots and cowboy hats and just they get real countrified for their experience. Yeah. Peter says several times, I go here all the time with my friends. You're gonna meet some of my friends and I was thinking, Oh, it'll be kinda like that Jason date with Becca where he actually introduces her to his friends. Well, I don't think he ever I don't think Peter actually said, I'm gonna introduce you to my friends. What he said He said, My I go here all the time with my friends. Yes. And he then he said, If at at the end of this, this could be a regular part of our lives. Alright, but in any event So he's saying maybe eventually at some point if the opportunity rises. In any event, I thought he was going to introduce us to his friends, and he didn't. So, we didn't get to see his hot pilot friends that he probably has. But Victoria, and on the way, (coughs) Victoria and Peter agree that red wine is their favorite drink. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that (laughs) in the truck. Sorry, this is before the 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 boot barn. So they, they go line dancing. It's really, it looks really fun. And Yeah, but fun. she's like, you passed the test on the red wine. <laughs> You're like, good, good, red wine. Yeah, that's my favorite too. You passed the test. And then they get to the line dancing place. And they order their drinks. And then the camera zooms in on what she ordered. And she got white, white wine. wine. <laughs> it was so funny. My favorite part was that the camera zoomed in on it. Like, the cameramen <laughs> know that there's these people are stupid. Oh, man. So, but they have a nice little date at this 
you know, and do line dancing stuff. And um, he's really into her because she's so nurturing. Mm-hmm. And, well, I think she's really in, and she hasn't said this, but I think she's really into him because for the first, allegedly first time in her life, someone's trying to take care of her and be there right, for her. Right. And she finds that really appealing since she's the one that has to be that for everyone everyone else. I do have one complaint. I like Victoria P very much. I think she's a lovely girl. But why does she and everybody else, I mean, can't you buy jeans that don't have that many? I mean, I get strategically placed slits or holes, but like she had full on huge holes in her knees and her pants were baggy and it just wasn't very attractive. Have you ever seen any of the Yeezy like fashion line so are you familiar with it no so Yeezy is Kanye West's designer clothing brand okay and they allegedly make really really nice shoes but they're sold for ridiculous prices but they also have clothing clothing and since he's married to Kim Kardashian she'll wear a bunch of Yeezy stuff to make it high fashion okay so if Kim Kardashian wears it it's high fashion Uh uh-huh but his line includes shirts that are four times too big for anyone and have a hundred holes in it. Like, the the Yeezy fashion shows mm-hmm. have looked just kind of a little bit trashy and, like, it's, like, clothing that Goodwill wouldn't even accept, like, because yeah. it's not in good enough condition. Yeah, these are judicious with your torn up pants. Whatever. He's but I don't have a problem with torn up pants, but get away with Yeezy it, but clothes. Jeez. Jeezy on the Yeezy. Yeah. But they um, dance and stuff, and they seem to have a really good time. It's cute. She's Apparently line obsessed with them. Oh, yeah. It's still a big thing. When I was um, going to school down here in L.A., when I was going to school at Pomona, um there were a bunch of girls in my dorm hall and um, on all around campus that would go line dancing every single week at a local line dancing like bar thing. It was like yeah, I thought that was all done in like nineteen ninety eight, but okay. Not, dude. Coyote Ugly is still thriving. Is that all right? Yeah, that's just a semi reference. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so they then have their dinner part of their date after that. Um, and Victoria looks so incredible. Her dress oh, yeah, is ridiculous. Clung to her perfectly. She it fit her dress. perfectly. It had a nice slit in it. She just looked stunning. I loved that dress. Yeah, it was really pretty. They they were dining in an air, airplane hangar. Yeah, it kind of was very reminiscent of not the content of the date, but just the aesthetic of the date was very um, reminiscent of Colton's date with Hannah when he dumped Hannah. Mm. You remember that? Yep. Oh, Miss Hannah. Yeah. Anyways, so they're talking and stuff, and it's our first sob story of the season, guys. Yep, yep. But um, it came a little bit later than I thought. Usually there are already sob stories by now. Yeah, yeah. Victoria P. talks, we've already talked to you guys about this, but her dad died when she was very, very young, like two or three years old, and then 
she had to take care of her mom and her because her mom fell into addiction, so she had to take care of her mom and her little sister. And we learned in this episode that they ate potatoes with salt and pepper to get by. Yeah, I mean, I like potatoes, so I do too, but not raw potatoes, you know. I mean. She didn't say they were raw. She didn't. I assume they were, though. I assume she just poked holes in them and put them in the microwave. Well, maybe. I hope you're right. Because that's delicious. But, yeah, still sad because potatoes was what I was eating when I was poor, too. Oh, I like potatoes. Potatoes are a nice, cheap thing. But, anyways. Anyways. Where were we? She made potatoes for her family. Oh yeah, and so she they had, had a to, really like, nice date. And she, and she had to, and, but what was what stood out to me about this date was most of the time when people share their sob stories, it's kind of just like you're focused on the sto- sob story, and they say, "Wow, you're so strong, good on you." That's usually what the bachelor says, but Peter seemed to really be hurting for her. He like. Yeah seem to actually listen to her yeah. which is something that I don't pick up from most bachelors. M- most leads yeah so it was it was kind of refreshing and it made me kind of like Peter a little bit better yeah um and we they see. make out and he's like which one of these planes is your favorite and she's like that one and she just points to a random one and then they make out in the plane um and he seems really into her. Yeah, and they had a good date. Mm-hmm. I we ne- we neglected to point out that while we were talking earlier, um, in the middle there somewhere, um, Hannah Ann used tries to use the word fiasco. Oh, I forgot and about says this. Fiasco instead. But she's talking. Is she who's she talking to? I don't know. Like Kel- uh, Kelsey, I'm pretty sure. She's talking to Kelsey about the champagne or gate. ITM or something. And she goes, uh, I can't believe that this thing became such a finasco. It's so hard to take her seriously now. I and it's like, oh my gosh. Because it was worse than befumbled when Hannah, Hannah B. said, yeah. I am befumbled. Because that one kind of makes sense why you yeah. mess it up. But sort of a melding of a couple. She, uh, that was just funny. And then they, but they're still arguing about the champagne, like, a day later. And it's like, you guys both look ridiculous. Kelsey, shut up. You're one of the oldest girls in the house. Stop acting like you're five. Yeah. Like, Hannah didn't steal your freaking orange juice on the playground. She let a producer boss her around and she opened your champagne. Get mad at the show you chose to join, not this girl that didn't know what she was doing. Yeah. If she said finasco, clearly she couldn't read that the bottle said Des Moines on it. <laughs> like, give the girl a break. Well, yeah. But. Anyways. So next. What's next? Alaya. Alaya. Alaya is up next. She's putting on the pilot hat and saying that she could be. Oh, she she is so drunk. Yeah, she is super drunk. And it's really funny. She's sprawled out on the kitchen counter while the other girls are just trying to sort of get something to eat. Yeah. And she's she's got the 
pilot hat on. Yeah. I'm a pilot wife and I'm nasty. <laughs> and she's like, like wasted. And she has, she's holding a glass of wine in her hand. And she's, and she's like, toppling over. She, she's like, everyone always thinks that because I'm a pageant girl, I'm perfect. I'm just perfect I'm and bad. I'm proper. But I'm nasty. But I, yeah, I'm a bad bitch. I'm bad. <laughs> I'm a baddie. And, and everyone's like, uh, okay, cool. Almost everyone's like, just sort of like, okay, she's weird and I don't like being around her. But Sydney's like, I hate her. I want to kill her and eliminate her immediately. She is the bane of my existence. <laughs> so Sydney goes Except crazy on this Alea girl. Sydney didn't say any of that because no. she is the least articulate person to no, ever no, be on this show. She's a huge dum-dum, but... Her eyes said those things. <laughs> her eyes said she's, those things if her eyes have ever read a book in her life. It's like she was possessed by some sort of a Leia-hating demon. <laughs> and she's like, oh. But she's completely inarticulate and yeah. really dumb. Sound. I mean, maybe she's, she's not necessarily dumb, but the producers have made a pretty good case for it. Yeah. <laughs> so. So anyway, and at some point she pulls a Regina George and she's like, oh yeah, she's like, do you even work? And she's like, do you have a job? Do you have a job? (laughs) She's like, yeah, I have three jobs. And hasn't the pageant industry made you fake? (laughs) And and Alea's like, oh yeah, I have to turn it on and turn it off. And yeah, sure. And she's like, and you're falling like, from my trap. She's you're like, so stupid, you're falling from my trap. Yeah, she's like, so you're, you are fake. And she's like, no, it's just that I have to present myself. And for LA, they're both really dumb, and they both don't know. And it remi- it totally reminded me of that part in Mean Girls when Regina George goes, oh my god, you're like really pretty. And then she goes, oh, uh, thanks. And then she goes, so you're great, you think you're really pretty. <laughs> That's exactly what That's it's exactly like. That's exactly what she was saying. 100%. She's just a stupid version of Regina George. Because I don't care what you say, Regina George is very smart. Well, yeah. <laughs> Sydney's, I mean, and she kept using the word imagery wrong. So a bunch of girls had really bad pronunciation. Yeah, and these girls are so dumb. This is the dumbest batch of girls that has ever gone on this it show. It really seems like it. Kiara said, talked about wearing lingerie. <laughs> and... Hannah Ann said something was a finasco, and um, I saw Sydney that. kept using imagery wrong, so they were all, they're just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> was, I saw this funny meme that was like, the next group date should be like a vocab and grammar lesson, because <laughs> it should be, <laughs> but yeah, what else? So, yeah. Sorry, after, I don't have the notes, so. After all that craziness, um... The date card comes, and Natasha reads it, and she reads all the people that are going to go on it. Kiara, Sarah, Tammy, Natasha, Kelly, Shean, Savannah, Sydney, Alea. So it's about surprises, and um, Alea's like, I don't like surprises. I hate surprises. <laughs> And then she picks someone who wasn't called on the date and says, how does it feel not to be picked for a date? And she's... And that was the only... That's the worst thing she did. That's the, yeah. In my opinion. I would agree. That's the... It's like, okay, that don't point out that they didn't get picked. That's just rude. But she was still in her drunk voice. Yeah. And the surprise is not till the next morning when... 
Demi and a couple of pe- wrestler chicks walk to the mansion, and she goes, the bitch is back. <laughs> yeah. And it's like I love I love Debbie, her, but I'm like, what's the? She's like, why? My good friend Peter asked me to plan a date. I'm like, when yeah. have your paths ever crossed? Yep, but she insists it's a good friend. She brings her her henchman. Her outfit was killer. really cute, though. Her oh, pants. Yeah. She looked great. Oh yeah, she's very very sort of Harlequiny, you know. And mm-hmm. her henchmen were champagne and killer, and they. Beat a bunch of feathery pillows around, and they passed out a bunch of outfits and little, you know, like little white bags. And they woke up all the girls, and they, I think they woke up all the girls, but Mom goes, I'm pretty sure they just picked out who was going to be on the date based on who's sharing a room. Yeah, it would be really easy, because they were like, you know, all the girls that were on the date were in the same room that Champagne and Killer were beating up. <laughs> um, but they all have bags with their names on them, and they have to pick. They have to get changed into these outfits. And some of them are sexy little lingerie pieces, and others are just like moo-moos. or yeah, or old-fashioned just pajamas, really things. Yeah. Um, and Ki- what, who is it? Kiara. Kiara's the one with the loose. Yeah, and she says. I opened up the bag, and there was this sexy little lingerie set. And I'm like, what? How do you not know how to pronounce lingerie? Yeah, I mean, the only way you can do that is if you've only read it and never heard it. I can't believe that really happened. I cannot believe a person has never heard the word lingerie. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. Later on in the episode, she says it correctly, so what are you going to do? Yeah lingery set so freaking funny but then they all get in a limo together and they um go and have basically a pillow a fight big pillow fight it looks like it's in one of the same venues that peter already yeah <laughs> it looks the like the boot barn the boot yeah <laughs> one or the other. looks like the boot barn yeah he's totally already been there and then they're there they're, they're like stupid days as soon as they left the boot barn the day before they're like all right everyone let's clear out all these boots and bring in the pillows bring in the pillows and uh and chris harrison and fred willard are the sort of judges and demi sort of the hostess and they pit girls one against the other, um, culminating in Alea fighting Sydney. Oh, big which surprise. Was, which was the first date anyway, so I don't know how they format it. They just did it that way because they, they're already fighting. Yeah. So, I think Alea wins, and she gets a yeah, little she tiara does. for it. But, no, this is what's... It's Sydney's pissed. Well, oh, Sydney, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Sydney, do, say it, say it, say it. Sydney's pulling her hair on her hair and stuff and being, like, really aggressive. And then, uh, um, uh, Leia is like, oh, I'm gonna flip her around and put, hold her down so I can win. And then Sydney goes, well... Obviously, I wasn't going to get up if I have an elephant on my lap. Yeah, it's like an elephant and a rat. I'm like... the meanest thing you can possibly say about another girl. You're freaking rude. Another woman. Screw you, Sydney. Go home. I hate you. 
maybe she was got a little drunk the night before and was a little bit annoying, but she's not talking trash on any of you. No. So what makes you think you can body shame and her? And Sydney's stone cold sober and saying just shitty things about Yeah, her. you're it's just really, a bad person. I don't like her. She was drunk and a little bit ridiculous. You're just a bad person. And everyone on social, I'm so, let us know what you think. You can email us or slide into our DMs on Instagram. But like, I'm seeing everywhere on social media people villainizing Alea. But I'm like, hold up. Are you guys not listening to anything Sydney's yeah, saying? I agree. She, piece of work. I mean, I think Alea's worst crime, or Alea, whatever her name is, is is just being loud yeah i think that's her biggest thing i think that's just her biggest flaw sydney on the other hand is just mean just a bad person okay yeah but anyways that's that's my opinion let us know what you think yes i just think there's no reason to body shame someone when you're all playing the same game um what I forgot to mention during the judging part, Chris Harrison um, called Fred Willard a pillow-fighting legend and said that was really cool to say. And also, Tammy is really in her element during the rest. During the rest she got disqualified. Yeah, well, she's she's you know she's strong and tough and yeah. kind of her thing. And they named her the Taminator, <laughs> and they named Kelly the Prosecuting, which is probably not. And oh, and Kelly also at some point said, yeah, I'm a little bit nervous about today's date. I don't think a lot of people will be too pleased to see their attorney fighting people in lingerie on TV. Fred Willard says, are you, instead of saying, are you ready to rumble, he says, are you ready to slumber? Uh-huh. And they have their, yeah, you know, they do their little thing, and Alea wins the crown, and... Um, and Sydney's pissed. Sydney's super pissed about it. Um, there's other stuff in here, but um, there's then they have to go to the after party. Um, how Leia looks pretty at the after party is fabulous. Um, she and Peter have a conversation, and she puts her cry on. She wants to be a pilot's wife, and you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I gave him a big head. I think she was drunk before, because now she's making more sense. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Let's see. How about my favorites? Peter spends some time with Tammy. He thinks she's a real hooch. She says, I'm not just a bro, and he says he doesn't kiss his bros like that. Yeah, which is a weird thing to say. Yeah, I don't kiss my bros yeah, <laughs> like this. And I'm like, well, how do you kiss your bros? He, he still really likes Kelly. She does, She wants him to shave his beard for scruffiness. Um, I think she doesn't want him to shave his beard. Because uh, she likes scruffiness. But she likes it to be less scruffy. Less beardy and more scruffy. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, back to Sydney. Tells Peter there are girls here for the wrong reason. Um, she's just, just, uh, 
Peter thanks her. Um, he remembers that on Lecter's on Lecter season, Hannah B season, that Jed had played Hannah the whole way through, and that's the least the last thing he wants to happen. Mm-hmm. He's super trying to avoid that. So a little bit later, in front of all the girls, he asked Sydney to specify who she was talking about when she said there were fake people there. And Sydney named Alea. And Alea seemed genuinely hurt by that. Yeah. I hate And surprised. It. It's like, well... Well, I don't like Peter for asking her to do that, putting her on the spot, for sure. But... But he needs... No, I think it's but... good. He should hold people accountable to their actions. Too often on this show, and it is one of the things that makes the show good, but too often on this show... Someone starts a rumor about someone, and the bachelor listens to the rumor and goes way too deep into the rumor without letting anyone know who was actually responsible for it. Right, instead of going to the girl in question saying, hey, did this really happen or not? Yeah. So good on Peter for holding Sydney accountable for what she had to say in front of everyone. That'll make her rethink doing that again. I guess. But Sydney gets the group date rose again, which I don't approve of because I don't approve of um, Peter's totally not figuring out she's fake. Um, I don't even think he likes her that much. I think. I don't, I don't know. know. It's weird. Cause, yeah, he totally seems to like other people better. Mm-hmm. But Peter reminds all the girls to be real in themselves. And, you know, I don't want you here if you're not here for me. If you're just here for the cameras, go home. Love, love, love. He doesn't want to be fooled. Um, anyway. So, um, Alea is sort of sadly confiding in others about how Sydney threw her under the bus because Harrison shows up, you know, but and says it's time for the rose ceremony. There's not going to be a cocktail party. Um, just a rose ceremony. No, 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 no. There's a pool party. Oh, the pool party. There's not going to be a cocktail party. There's going to be a pool party and then a rose ceremony. Okay. So right. if you want a rose, talk to him at the pool party. All right, all right. Gosh, we haven't even gotten to the pool party yet. Hey. It goes pretty fast from by the time we get to the pool party. All right, all right. So Lexi's kind of narrating at this point. Um, Peter, doubts are creeping in, blah, blah, blah. Have to figure things out. Um, anyways, there's all sorts of conversations at the pool party. Um, most of the big center drama is, um, the, uh, whatchamacallit, Elias Sydney situation. Yes. He talks to Kelsey, who says she loves Alea, but... Alea acts a certain way, you know, when the camera's on. Natasha says Sydney was not wrong about Alea turning, um, turning it off with the camera. Lexi also more or less agrees. I feel like all pageant people do that, though, because that's what they're trying to do. They're all ganging up on Alea, you know, which I'm not sure is fair. So yeah, because I think Sydney's worse. I agree, but um, then what else? Oh, then finally, um, Sydney asked Lily at one point, "Do you have any emotion besides perfect?" 
That's like perfect's not an emotion, not emotion. dude. She's Please. so dumb. So if you're done speaking, sorry. Um and they start ar- they oh they have a conversation and they start arguing a little bit. But all of the things Sydney has to say are just stupid and yeah. don't make sense. And you can see I don't think um is all that smart, but she's way smarter than um what's her face Sydney and she always is like every time Sydney says something stupid you can just see her face and she just kind of rolls her eyes and she's like I cannot believe this is what this person's trying to say to me um but then uh Alea oh oh, I was gonna say Alea takes Peter aside okay and he's like she's like listen I'm sorry that people um are smack talking me to you that doesn't seem cool I want you to know that I really am here for you and I really like you yada yada and then he's like oh cool because I like you too this is gonna work then he leaves and then Victoria P is that is that who it is I think so Victoria P steals Peter away and she's like I was debating whether or not to tell you this but I feel like I need to so I can't lie to you. Oh yeah, it was Victoria P about about um, Alea. Yeah, we and knew each other before the show. We met in pageants, and she asked me not to tell anyone that I knew her, um, and to lie about uh, our previous knowledge of each other. And I just I can't bring myself to do that to you now. I can't lie to you. Um, she's like I can't lie to the person I'm falling in love with. Yada yada. And he's like, oh, okay, thanks for telling me. But she didn't say that she was a bad person. She just said that she asked her not to tell anyone that they knew each other. Right. Which is silly in itself, but I don't think it's a huge crime. I don't think it's a huge crime either. For all we know, maybe it was just because they, she didn't want them to try to recreate pageant drama like they did last year. Like, I think maybe she just cared about her. Yeah pageant crown I guess I don't know um but Peter really cared about what Victoria P had to say more so than what anyone else has to say yeah and that affected how he was going to behave like react to um her more I don't know what's next well I don't know either where are we at exactly a pool party Victoria P's already had her date and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, during the pool party, um, nobody really goes in the pool. Yeah, oh yeah, and Peter's wearing his clothes, like, fully dressed the whole time. And Chris Harrison comes out at some point and says, Peter is emotional and confused. The next time he sees you will be at the rose ceremony, so they don't have, like, a little extra party after the party like they usually mm-hmm. do. Um, McKenna's freaking out. She hasn't had enough time with him. Um, McKenna Ann looks smug and Alea's always crying. So I wrote down. Mm, okay. Um, then is the rose ceremony? Yes. And McKenna starts freaking out in the rose ceremony because her name's never getting called. And she's like crying and she's just like I mean, I can't believe he'd even consider sending me home. We have such a good connection. Like, you've known this guy for, like, a week. Calm down. Yeah. 
and um, then she's the one. Oh, and Peter walks out halfway. Or no, there's two roses left on the table, and Peter walks out, and he doesn't know what to do. And he tells Chris, he's like, I don't know what to do, dude. Like, what do I do? Like, I'm really drawn to her, and I don't know why. But at the same time, everyone's telling me not to be drawn to her. I don't know what to do. And Chris is like, follow your heart, dude. So they take away one of the roses, and then it's just down to the final rose. Yeah, that was pretty weird. Instead of just giving the rose to someone else. Somebody else, else yeah. So... The last person to get the rose is McKenna, mm-hmm. which means we lose Alea, um, Alexa, Alexa, who I really sadly. like. Yeah, um, Sarah, I think is her name, the pretty blonde person. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what the fourth person was. But anyway, you get the idea. Yeah. Okay. So, Alexa and other people left. Yeah, Alexa, Alea, Jasmine, and Sarah. So, all kind of sad to have to leave us. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I I really think that Alexa was just there because she thought Mike was going to be the Bachelor. Yeah. She did not seem invested in this process at all, but seemed like she was happy to be there. Um, but, yeah, the whole thing was, the whole thing was. Uh, Aliyah gets really bummed. She's like, it's just upsetting that the reason I'm going home is because of other people's opinions of me and not Peter's opinion of me. Which I get. That would be really frustrating. Yeah. Um, and, like, she leaves. And it shows Peter regretting his decision. He's like, I can't believe she's gone. Like, I almost want to go after her. Like, this is ridiculous. I don't know what to do. Um... And that's where the episode ends. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And so... We have some previews for the following weeks. Uh, pretty much nothing brand new, just kind of the same stuff we've seen before with the rematch. Mm-hmm, yeah. So we don't need to really go into that. But yeah. But thanks you guys, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for being with us on our little vacation. I know. It's sleepy time for yeah. us because we have been up all day. I not only were on our little vacation, but I also worked my job this morning. Yeah, so for sure. We're sleepy. All, tuckered up. all right, but we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, for make and... sure you rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. And we would love it if you shared us with other people in your life, um, oh, especially yeah. people who watch The Bachelor, because they might like it. Um, But share us with your mom, share us with your daughters, and if you want, you can email us at rosettespodcast at gmail.com, or you can follow us on our Instagram at rosettespodcast. Uh, You can send us your favorite Bachelor memes. We love Bachelor memes. Um, But yeah, I think that's basically everything. Uh, if you want, you can slide into our DMs or email us and tell us who you think's in the wrong, uh, Leia or um, that girl that I think is clearly in the wrong, Sydney. Sydney. So that's it. We'll see right, you. Yeah, keep in touch. We'll see you soon. Talk to you soon. Froilish, froilish, froilish. Froilish, froilish, froilish. Good night.